rear facing, forward facing. I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. I know my child's in the right car seat, or else I wouldn't get in the driver's seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who could change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better. And kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me in United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Little roller up along first. Behind the See you, Pittsburgh. Can't wait. It's a game on with Josh Silverberg and Eric Bowe. Talking all things sports. It's, it's game on. Yeah, game on. Game on. Right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Oh, we're live. Look at that. It's Speedy Petey on the screen. Next to Eric Bowe, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful, lovely Friday, as we like to say here on WWSRN. 
It is our first show of 2024. Welcome back, everybody. It's, I've been gone for a few weeks. My partner has been gone for about a month, but he's back. Eric Poe, how are you, sir? Happy New Year to you. How you doing? Okay. Hey, happy to be back. Finally, right? It's been too long. Oh, well, it definitely has. And everything. Then, yes, I know Eric is in Speedy's chair tonight because everything is in flux. But that is okay. But he gets the beautiful city field background right behind him and everything. It looks great. It's better than uh, <clears throat> Marcus Stroman being there. But we'll, we, we'll, we'll touch on that subject a little bit later. We have a lot to get to, Lisa. But we're going to get into our playoff predictions. We're going to get to the NFL coaching carousel. We're going to get into Nick Saban. We're going to get into the Patriots. We're going to get into everything like that. We're going to talk about Speedy Petey and how he's still on the camera. I love it. Mr. Producer, he is the best. And, of course, we have your comments. And everything like that snuggle. Wow, a new show on the network. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And hopefully, <clears throat> again, when you have kids, and it's this time of the year, and the weather and everything like that, and both of your kids are in school, and things are going to happen, so on and so forth. But I do want to thank, I want to thank uh, Errol for filling in for Eric while he was gone. I want to thank my father, Nelson Silverberg, for filling in while Eric was gone as well. I tried to do a show last week. Speedy knows. So Speedy was going to fill in for Eric last week. And I had to leave work early. And I, all my years, I've been teaching for almost seven years. I have never once left a day early. Once. I've never left a day early to have to go home because I was sick. That was the first time in all seven years of doing it. I had a bad stomach virus, whether that was that neurovirus crap that's going around right now. Everything like that. I had to go. I said, 12 o'clock. I said, I saw my principal. She goes, you okay? I said, I got to go. Now, I went to the bathroom twice. You're talking about driving home from Queens back to exit 62. That is a drive. I had to pull over on the Long Island Expressway, not once, twice had to pull over. I'm so glad this is a sports show and not a... Uh, a live story? Well, listen, I had to pull over at exit six, at 38. I had to pull over at exit 56. And then I said, when I got to exit 62, my mom was watching my son that day. Upstairs, I went downstairs in the basement, got door unlocked. I stayed down there from Friday to Sunday. And as and you know, the bug stopped there. You know what? I know we're early, but I think I found my year better than that segment. That's fine. You could whatever it is that you feel is the best. That's Ooh. that's that's fine. Say so you're better than that for whatever you want. Taking a drive and a stroll on the Long Island Expressway with a stomach virus, that's brutal. No, I'm talking about that <laughs> introduction. Oh, well, listen. <laughs> But, hey, listen, we got together for New Year's. You had to leave early. You know? <laughs> hey, I'm sure everyone and anyone who has an infant trying to stay up to midnight and uh, the big fear of, of missing out, you know? You know what my son did? Yep. Early. <laughs> 10 o'clock. Done. Bye. <laughs> but we do have a jam-packed show, ladies and gentlemen. And, again, we're going to get into that and so much more. By the way, congrats on finishing in third place. In the fantasy draft this year, hold on, hold uh, on. fantasy football. Let's just so that everyone can understand what what happened and how great my luck is with this. Josh, have you ever seen this in fantasy football history ever since you've played? Losing by nineteen points, mm -hmm. but your kicker position 
gets outscored by 20. Well, I'm just no, but let me no, no, that's not the worst dumb luck ever. No, but at the same time, did you have a kicker that even started last week? Didn't need it, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) In the semis, though, how do you lose by 19 and the kicker position get outscored by 20? Well, I finished in second to Brian, so congrats to Brian on winning. Uh, we definitely need to change that two week thing for the championship. That is bogus. That's what I'm blaming. It's bogus Let's because it, it's it's ridiculous because I, I didn't even have a shot the second week because San Francisco clinched home field. I have McCaffrey on my fantasy team. He's the number one fantasy producer in the league this year. He's not playing. What am I getting my points with? Amari Cooper. They benched him. They, I, where am I getting my points from? Kicker position, apparently. Oh, please. What, Tyler Bass? Yeah, Tyler Bass really did wonders this year. Let's, garbage. let's get rid of the kicker position. Yeah, have no I know. Oh, please. And then meanwhile, I try to figure out these defensive points. How is it a team gives up less points? And has more has more of the turnover rate than another team, but the other team has got more points. Sounds like you need to bring it up to Kamish. No, don't talk to Brian. I got his number. I'll talk to him. But we got a lot. Let's start with the show, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into it. We had a lot that has happened. Probably, I would say, probably the last 48 hours and 72 hours, you could say, on the same exact day uh, as Nick Saban. Well, we everybody was talking about Pete Carroll. He's he he they mutually agreed to part ways with Seattle, so on and so forth. And then you get a story from low, uh, Chad Lowe, I think it is from ESPN. And I'm on, I'm on X and I'm just scrolling and it's like 30 seconds. It says 30 S, which means 30 seconds ago. Nick Saban has informed the university of Alabama that he is, uh, retiring. And I said, Oh, I can't wait. I just gotta be confirmed. I said, hold on. Hmm. And it was so funny. I was at my parents' house and I don't know why my dad likes Paul Feinbaum. And it was just so funny. Feinbaum, who's a big SEC football guru, Speedy, you know that as well. He's talking about something. All of a sudden, this Saban thing, I guess he got wind of it. And he's staring at his phone. And he goes, we got to take a break. We'll, We'll be right back. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. And he's on a break for like five minutes. And my guess is that I told my dad this. I said, listen, he is 110% trying to confirm that this story is legitimate. Because one, it's an SEC network show. Number two, he's one of the biggest college insiders for ESPN. He wants to make sure that he's getting the right information, even though Chad Lowe works for ESPN. He just wants them to make sure. But it was just such an abrupt. He's on a phone call with somebody and everything. It was just very interesting that when you see that come up and you know, something like that is important, but we getting to Nick Saban, his career, and he's had whirlwind Michigan State head coach going to LSU, uh, won a national championship at LSU. Then he went to Dolphins. That was a disaster with Miami. But again, we look back on it and you wonder if Drew, if they get Drew Brees instead of Dante Culpepper, does it work out for Saban? Does that change everything? Um, then he goes to Alabama. You know, he becomes the greatest college coach of all time. You could, you know, you could say, you, you could say, uh, Bear Bryant, you could say all these other guys, all these other names. You've heard Bobby Bowden, Steve Spurrier, you go on and so forth with all these different head coaches that you want to name. You know, you can put Pete Carroll on the list. You know, I understand all the recruiting stuff happened, but it still justified he was one of the better coaches at, at SC. And you look, and I don't know if something like that is going to be duplicated 
Um, I believe he won six national championships, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Speedy? It was six national championships. Correct. Extremely impressive. You can't talk that in the toughest conference in the country. And then you also look at the coaching tree, who he's had recently. You talk about Brian Dable, head coach of the Giants. Lane Kiffin. Now, when Lane Kiffin was hired at Alabama, Saban was not 100% on board with it. It was kind of a marriage put together. We know how Lane Kiffin was with the Raiders and with USC. He was a mess. He was in, immature. And he went to Alabama. He changed his ways. Nick Saban then realized, I need to have Kiffin here because I got to change the offensive philosophy because it's very bored. It's very bland. There's nothing to it. Kiffin opened up everything. Kiffin then goes to Ole Miss. Ole Miss is going to be a top seven, top eight team in the country this year. They're number one in the in the country in the transfer portal. They have 12 players to recruit. I think nine of them, I think, are five-star recruits. It, it, it's insane what Lane Kiffin's done at Ole Miss. They're going to be up for the SEC championship. And by the way, with the way the college football playoff is now, the regular season is meaningless. Yeah. Everybody's getting in now. Except there's one spot that goes to a non uh, non power conference team, which this year would have been Liberty, who Liberty would have gotten absolutely dis dismantled by Michigan. Um, but you look back at the whole thing with with, with Saban, who, who didn't get dismantled by Michigan? Yeah, well, I mean, I think Te Texas once. You're right. I, I think Sab I, I think Saban was just scared to <laughs> to go to Madison next year and play Wisconsin. That's why he retired early. That's what I think it was. He didn't want to have to see you, Josh. No, not he didn't want to hear it because <laughs> I don't here's blame the thing. Him. No, that's fine. Because here's the reality. Here, in all seriousness, I, I, I think the game has changed dramatically, and you have old school guys in this still. One of them that are that are left in a Nick Saban. Um, that I don't think likes the new changes because here's the thing now, kids are getting recruited, right? It's the nil money. It's all about the money. And if, and if they're not starting, it's a pay to play. And if you're not starting, you notice this speedy, you notice with being a college guy, Eric, I know you watch a little bit, but I, I watch college all the time. It, you see it. If you're a freshman, you're a five-star recruit and you're not starting, you're going in the transfer portal and you're going right away. Exactly. And that's changing things. And it's I'm not saying it's because I'm a Wisconsin fan, but it, it changes recruitment. It changes it, everything. Well, that's what it is. And, and and I'm not saying it's because I'm a Wisconsin fan, but Wisconsin's eighth in the country in recruiting. They just got uh tacked uh, uh I think it's uh Tucker Hackett, the linebacker out of USC. It was a four four and a half, it was a four-star recruit out of USC, it was a freshman. He wasn't starting. He goes to Wisconsin now with Lou Fickle because he's gonna get a chance to start with that linebacking core. Guys are leaving left and right because of the nil money, and they want us to play. And it, it's a pay to play. And look at the guys opting out. Look at that Florida State score, sixty-three to three. Those all those players for Florida State, and I don't know if it would have made a difference. I don't. Everybody opted out. I think it's it's now a free agency. It's one hundred percent a free agency, and that and I think Saban's had enough. I think he's he's had enough of. I think it's. Well, they, that, that was one of his advantages. Well, that was, was what it, not yeah. re recruiting. It was recruiting, getting the, the top players in the country, being the powerhouse. The when playing, it, the playing field just kind of got leveled and even. And now, let me ask you: What do you think it's more of? Do you think it's more of the freshman recruiting class, uh, or do you think it's more of the transfer portal? Because you're essentially getting kids that already have a year of college. Both. 
Speedy, what do you think? Is do you think it's more the transfer portal? Or do you think it's still the freshman recruiting class? Because I think it's completely different now. Yeah, of course, it's, there's going to be some with the transfer portal too. He definitely strived on that, but you're definitely seeing the level of SEC competition. Look though. at Ole Miss. Yeah, get better because of the powerhouses around them. Too. Did you did you did you think Ole Miss was going to be a top seven or eight team in the country? Until the transfer portal happened, Colorado. I liked them the year before, no, but not to the same extent. Even, yeah. But even Colorado, who was a silly thing, and go look at Colorado's freshman recruiting class with Dion this year. It is not that great. Mm-hmm. Go look at his transfer portal. It is unbelievable what he's done in the transfer portal. And not to mention, he stole the entire Jackson State team or that went over to play with him. Four of those kids were five-star recruits, and they transferred over with him to from Jackson State to Colorado. But that's why it's both. Think about it, if you're you're a high school five-star player getting ready to go to college, of course you're going to go to to get paid, no? Well, of course. And, and then same thing, you're you're on you're blocked on a team. You're going to go to a team where you can start. And that's the thing. And I it's think both. I think Saban. I I, I think it's more the transfer portal because again, you're having the opportunity to have that year under your belt under a system i think nick got tired of the way everything is being ran today it's different it's not the same as what it was years ago that's the thing and i think that's why nick has had enough and listen he has every right to have had enough now they hire um kaylin DeBoer. kaylin DeBoer today the university of washington head coach i don't think that was their first choice I could tell you, I think Sarkeesian was probably their first choice. And Texas has given him a lot of money. Oh, what a shocker, by the way. Who's the Florida State head coach? Orvell. Yep. What does he get today? He got a massive extension because I bet you Norvell was probably on that list that Alabama wanted. And all these coaches, the Oregon coach, he was a name. These coaches that are great coaches in this in this in this country are going to use the Alabama interest to their advantage to get a new contract. That's what they did. I could tell you that I don't think he was their first choice as head coach. I don't. I'd be very surprised. A couple of choices I assumed, I thought one would be, in my opinion, I thought one would be, sounds crazy, but I thought Brian Dable would be an interesting choice. I know he's a giant head coach right now, but again, it's the same thing with D'Amico Ryans. I thought D- D'Amico Ryans, listen, would you have interest? You're the Houston Texans head coach. That's amazing. But I ask you this question. Are you going to have a bigger impact as a head coach as being the Houston Texans head coach for a couple of years? Or you string a dynam- dynamic dynasty at the University of Alabama, and that leaves more of a mark on your coaching career. And that's something I think a lot of these guys need to have an understanding of. I think it's the opposite. What, what's what's the ultimate goal? Uh, you're Co- coaching the NFL. I don't know you're about that. No, not all of them. Not all of them. Majority. Majority. That's fine. but And especially when you're there now in the midst of, let's see, I took a team to the playoffs last year, uh, had some injuries and, and probably underperformed. Uh, with the Giants, why would why would Dable leave? Because again, I, it, it, I, I, but again, I also don't know what Alabama would be offering. Do you understand okay. what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. It, it, that, that's why I, I, I looked at all the former coaches that have had success. I named them all. 
Kiffin, Sarkeesian, mm-hmm. Dable were three of his offensive coordinators, all having success right now. That is the mark, and I'm sure maybe Kiffin, uh, excuse me, Saban, had a say in who he wanted as the next head coach. Yet, I, I don't think he wanted Kiffin as the head coach. I don't, which I think is a mistake because I think Kiffin would absolutely dominate as head coach at the University of Alabama. That would be classic Lane Kiffin to just jump there anyway. <laughs> oh my God! He, but 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 tell me if I'm wrong. He would dominate as the head coach at that school. Look at what he's done with Ole Miss. He's so mature from what he was at SC and with Tennessee and with the Raiders. It, it's night and day because he had to go to the school of Nick Saban and learn how to mature and be a head coach and be mature and be the right way, do everything the right way. Look at Brian Dable. Look at D'Amico Ryans. All guys played there, coached there. Steve Sarkeesian. Another one, Sarkeesian has had success as a coordinator in the NFL, has had success as a coordinator in college, success as a head coach. Everybody kept making fun of it, right? Texas, yeah, Texas, we're back, we're back. Everybody made fun of it forever. Well, they got to the playoff this year, and, and they did. Now, did they win? Of course, they did not. And and again, don't forget, they have Arch Banning waiting in the wings. Now, we'll, this is where I think it is going to get complicated now because I, I'm sure Manning thought he was going to start next year. Then Quinn Ewers said, I'm coming back. Which is smart for him because it's a weaker quarterback track. I'm, I'm just, of course, but now you got to look at Arch Manning now with the transfer portal thing is, is he going to stick it out? Now, does he stick it out? But that's a whole other conversation for another day. The, 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 the legacy that Nick Saban leaves, it, it, this is going to be a fascinating one for college. I think it kind of hurts the game. I think the game I think the game is pretty broken as it is now. And I love college football. I love college football. I've said this forever. Speedy, you know this. Eric, you know this with me. I've always said I love college more than the pros. I've always said I've loved the NCAA more than the NFL. I've always said I love March Madness more than the NBA. Forever. I think college football is broken right now because the problem is the regular season means absolutely nothing. All these teams are getting into the playoffs. You're having 12 teams get in. It means nothing. These championship games. Ohio State and Michigan, they mean nothing. Because the truth of the matter is, if Michigan's second in the country, Ohio State's fifth in the country, one of them loses, they're both getting into the playoff anyway. So it takes away the it takes away the game. There's not a game where it's like, oh my, we gotta watch the commit, we gotta watch the committee show. we gotta see what it is. There's more than four teams now. Next yeah. I just it's it, it it's crazy that this takes away from all that. Like you're not gonna get the fun. Like you'll still get the like, you'll watch Michigan Ohio State. You'll still watch it because you're curious. You want to know what's going on. You'll watch SC and Notre Dame, but Oklahoma the- Texas. Like you'll watch it still, but it's not going to be like the Red River rivalry is not going to be what it once was. It, it's not. That's that's when you get into the whole debate of though what conference is better than another conference. You know, no, two from whole, one conference yeah, and then one from another conference. You know, it would Ohio State be better than Washington? Be better than Florida State, you know. There's, no. there's going to be so much different. And meanwhile, it's funny. My father right just ha- my father just actually said you're stealing my takes. The reality is, I've thought about <laughs> this for a while with the whole thing with the college football playoff. I thought it should have been eight teams, not twelve. I thought twelve was ex- eccentric. It did look bit. like you were reading text, you know, off the phone when you. Were He's going been saying this for me for months. That's what I'm saying. Oh please, I said, Petey, I think he was reading his dad's text. Off no, the phone trust on me. That I'm just saying. Yes, Speedy's been on a show where my father and I have been on the show together. Oh yeah, it, it doesn't ever end lately. Um, so, so, but again, I think Nick Saban, what he's done, he's gonna, he's he, 
it's going to be very tough to duplicate it, what he has done in his career. Now, I, th I think you hit the nail on the head, though, about having a uh, premier kind of head coach maybe pick his next or pick the next guy up. You know, where, where else have we seen that before, you think? What? Maybe in the pros. Oh, what, Belichick? Maybe. Well, we're going to get to that. That's a good segue. <laughs> what do you think? And let's talk about Bill Belichick. Of course, yesterday, uh, the conference done. He does the press conference. It's over. It's done. Gerard Mayo announced today as the head coach. That was waiting in the wings forever. I thought maybe Mike Vrabel had a shot, but Mayo was the one for a while. And I'm sure Gerard Mayo probably gave Robert Kraft an ultimatum. Either pick me as the head coach or I'm going to go search for another head coaching job somewhere else. And I think Kraft was probably like, okay, fine. We got to give it to him. I, I think it was part of, of, you know, maybe part of the deal. You know, of being I don't know because uh, the report, Speedy, Speedy, what did we hear on the radio on the way over here about Kraft and Belichick getting into an argument? During the season about yeah. Mac Jones. Belichick wanted to trade Mac Jones. Belichick, <laughs> apparently Belichick wanted to trade Mac Jones. Kraft said no because Kraft said that O'Brien could fix him. And basically, Belichick kept Jones in forever during the year. And it was a middle finger to Kraft saying, this is what you wanted. Here you go. You wanted Mac Jones to play? This is your Mac Jones. This is what you get to play with. This is what I have to work with. And now I got to pay, and now I got to have Billy Zappi be my, my quarterback. Wonderful. <laughs> How great. And then I end my... My, my Patriot career getting blown out of home by the New York Jets. Even better. How wonderful. That's a way to send me off. But I'm just saying, it, listen, he's the greatest coach. I don't care what anybody says. You could bring up Lombardi. You could bring up um, Walsh. You could bring up Landry. You could bring up uh, Cower. You could bring up all these guys. Coughlin. Stop. You can bring up Reed, all these great head coaches. He's the best. And what made him the best, and listen, take it from somebody who's a Jet fan. I had to witness it firsthand every year. His teams did not make mistakes. They didn't. They didn't do what D4 did and jump off sides. Mm -hmm. They took advantage of that mistake. When it happened, you saw that Super Bowl against the Rams. He, Sean McVay, young sprout, 30 something years old, right? Uh, coming in there, we're unique, we're different, we're innovative. And then there's Belichick, the 60 something year old. Ah, uh, the, the game has passed him. Blah, blah, blah. Coach circles around the man, stop the offense completely. That to me is, is a feat that I think when you look at the six Super Bowls, one. Nine AFC, I think it was nine AFC championships, all the different stuff that he has accomplished. And don't forget, we all talk about Brady, and I understand Brady went to Tampa. Get it? He won a championship there. But let's not forget the development that Bill did. Mm -hmm. Richard Seymour, Teddy Bruschi, Mike Vrabel, salvaging Junior Sales' career, saving Ronnie Harrison from the Chargers. <laughs> Where that you know, Ty Law, Asante Samuel, Darrell Revis, when everybody thought he was finished, Randy Moss. He's he's the he was the one who traded what was it a sixth round pick to the Raiders for Randy Moss. Everybody said you're out of your mind. Belichick said, "Watch this." 
Now they didn't win the Super Bowl, but I could I could sit there and I could say that was one of the greatest offenses ever assembled. And I'm not taking anything away from the Giants. I have two Giant fans in here. I'm not. Respect to them. I respect Eli for winning the clutch games that he did. They are a fluky David Tyree football on the helmet cat. Hold on, hold on. Now, now away let's not from winning Giants. another from winning a seventh Super, Super Bowl. And then Manningham has his toes on the let's call it like it is. Have you ever seen two the Tyree catch? You ever gonna see that again? Are you ever gonna see that again? Did it happen? With these receivers today, possibly. <laughs> really? Did Who? It, did it happen though? Yeah, that's why I if, said it. If I, David Tyree could be just as random as anything why, else because he was mostly a okay, special. Okay, then let me ask this. When did it happen? When did they win the Super Bowl? 2007? Yeah. Why hasn't it happened since then? I'm not saying that. I'm we're, almost, saying we're, we're almost on, what are we on? 17, 18, 19, 20, We're on 17 years here, folks. We haven't seen it since. I'm just saying. And again, and I said, and, and again, congratulations to the Giants for winning that. And they did. They beat them not once, but twice. It's impressive. Eagles, too. Ridiculous. Nick Foles. Nick Foles doing a Philly special. Fluky. I will say this. The three Super Bowls that Bill did lose, the two to the Giants, the one to the Eagles, were about as fluky of losses as you could imagine a team having. And they had one of the flukiest wins in the Super Bowl. I'm back against Atlanta. I can't stand the Eagles, obviously, as a Giants fan. But think about the catch that gave him a 10-point lead was Corey Clement, a third-string running back. That's <laughs> a, and that's what I just or, said. And, and you just said, you just said too, fluky wins. But wait, didn't uh, Pete Carroll hand the ball off to... <laughs> that's that, another one. Yes. That counts, right? I know. That counts. Oh, 100% that counts. Okay. Yeah. 100% that counts. Now, again... We we look at all the players that Bill did do, but again, we uh, talk about it. Bill did something that we're never going to see another head coach do again. We're not. It's not going to happen because there's too many good. Actually, I would actually say there's the, the quarterback play this year was mediocre, but it's still in general. There's, I think, you knew the New England way. But you're also talking as if like this is a, a farewell to Bill. No, no, not at all. I'm just saying about his career with the Patriots. No, 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 no. Because I already that's know, that's I know where he's going. You know where he's going. Oh, I not a hunch, not a I think. No, I have a feeling I know where he's going. Please do tell. No, no, you, you <laughs> want to say yours first. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a couple of spots that make. But your main one would sense, be, I think you you think. The West Coast, you you think a this... nice quarterback that you know under a Belichick system, maybe you bring in McDaniel's for the offense too. <laughs> so you think Chargers? Something? Yeah, I think Harbaugh's how, going there. How would that not be such a here's nice what here's 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 where he's so you think Chargers? I do. So yeah, because it's the Spanos family to do something they've never done for twenty years. See, see, <laughs> but, I but see, Belichick's never been available. See, I see. I think. See, I think Harbaugh's going to the Chargers, and I think I could see Carroll's coaching. I could see Carroll going to Atlanta, that, where it's where I could see Pico. I could see Pico going to the Chargers too, because he's still a West Coast guy. The guy still serves at seventy-two years old. Discount, mm-hmm. and he's huge still with the SC. Still, fans love him. The championships got taken away, whatever it is, but they love him in in California. All right, but Bill is going. There's a team. It's not the. 
Commanders. Although I think Josh Harris is a freaking idiot if he doesn't put him in for an interview. <laughs> I thought I, I think Atlanta's got a shot because of that division. Indoor division stinks would work. Right, I don't so think Chargers. So let's follow Brady to the NFC South. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, because he's not going. No, because he's not going to Tampa. Different. Oh, oh, okay. No, that, that makes a difference. No, here's Eric, gonna they happen. can't fire the great Here. Todd Bowles. And by the way. Uh, I, really quickly, I don't think he's going to Seattle. I actually, I think Dan Quinn's going to Seattle. Yeah, that seems like I think Quinn's point. going to Seattle. So wait, so so Atlanta, so let's say, yeah, let's let's go with no, no, no. I, I I get it, I get it. You want me to say it? I get it. It's a team that's not available right now. If they have a debacle this weekend, the Dallas Cowboys are going to lay off Mike McCarthy and Bill Belichick will be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. And I'll tell you why. Who is Jerry Jones extremely close with? His legendary coach. Parcells. Who is Belichick close with? I'm going to guess the same guy. Yes. Put Put two and two together. Let's see. Is Bill okay not being a GM? I don't think Bill wants to be I don't the think GM. He cares. I don't think he cares. What? Let me tell you something. If Bill Belichick can end his career with the Super Bowl with the Dallas Cowboys after winning six with the Patriots, do you know what that does to Bill Belichick? You thought he was immortalized now? Puts oh it. my God. Don't give him a statue outside it would put him the stadium. Right. Don't give him outside the stadium. Don't give him a statue out there. But I, I think if Dallas lays a dud against Green Bay this weekend. And by the way, when we do our picks, you're going to be surprised. Will I, though? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Will I, though? Come yes. On. Very much so. I think he's going to go to the Dallas Cowboys to be the head coach. And if he goes to the Cowboys, because by the way, that's intriguing. their offense is good. Yeah. Their offense is good. Their defense needs work. Can you imagine Bill Belichick? Getting a hold of Micah Parsons. Because remember, who did Bill Belichick coach on the Giants? Who did he coach as a defensive coordinator? Who was it? Was he number 56? That's right. And who's ever to compare Micah Parsons to? Is it the same guy? The same guy. So you're talking about... He was in a movie with Adam Sandler at one point. He also got arrested for certain other things, too. But we're not going to go there. Um, (laughs) It's very possible Micah Parsons could do that. Have you seen the history of the Cowboys draft picks? Uh, He hasn't done it yet, Speedy. Not yet. (laughs) But here's the point. And I think if Bill is able to get a hold of Micah Parsons and that Cowboy defense, who, by the way, were the most penalized team in the league this year, they were the number one penalized team in the league this year. Classic Dan Quinn defense. So wait, you're telling me the Cowboys as a disciplined team? Yeah. I think he will change the whole dynamic of that freaking team. I think if the doubt, and let me tell you something. If McCarthy loses to Green Bay on Sunday, Jerry is going to have an aneurysm. I think so. He's 82 now, everybody. He's 82 years old. But wait, why, even not just this week and. Say they get to the championship game. No, 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 no. You think he's safe then? I I, I think McCarthy's got to get to the at least the NFC championship game. And if he loses in San Francisco, that's one thing. Right. If he 
if he loses, if he loses it to Green Bay, that's rough. That's really rough. <laughs> he's not making it to the next day. They might fire him before the night game. Even if they uh, beat Green Bay and lose the divisional round to yeah, Tampa I was or say, they the might, Eagles. Can like... you imagine? Can you imagine if he loses to Philly in the next round at home against Dallas? If he loses at home to Philly, and by the way, the other team I could see is if they have a bad game Monday night. And Philadelphia loses to Tampa. Mm-hmm. Sirianni, I could see uh, Howie uh, Roseman. Roseman giving a call to Belichick saying, come well, on down. Especially with the Philly collapse so far, too. But did but, but you notice the, the, the thing? And that's the thing, too. It's, it, it's There's a chance Belichick's either going to take the Dallas job or the Philly job. So he thinks he's staying in the East. I do. Just switching he's the, not switching a West Coast guy. He's not, a West, he's not a West Coast guy. He's not. That's yeah, a naval he, academy guy. That's, and that's what he is. Atlanta. And that's why and that's why I think the commanders would be fools not to bring him in because he was stationed there for a little bit oh, with yeah. that. And Josh Harris loves to spend money. It's very and it's amazing. And it's amazing. He how do you not but I think Bill is waiting. I think Bill is crossing his fingers that Dallas or Philly loses this weekend. And he says, Oh my God. If Jerry Jones or, or Howie Roseman could, could give me a call, I'll take that job. He so, would so, do so, Cartwheels to that to Lincoln Financial or where the Cowboys play AT and T. Fair enough. I love to attempt Bill Belichick to attempt a cartwheel. I love to see it. Say, say both those guys are back next year, and then where? Then then you think it's Atlanta. I do think it would be Atlanta. Then, I mean, I think Washington would be stupid not to give him an interview, and I think he would take the Washington job. I did so because they have a lot of cap space they have a rich owner they have the number 2 pick in the draft they actually have good players on offense washington their defense the killers they traded both young and sweat but the issue is they were never going to sign young anyway um but i i think he would take the washington i don't i thought he would take the Charger job for some time i know errol thinks the same thing too he still does. i don't think he he's not a west coast guy he he's not i think it's either going to be hardball or it's going to be Carroll that take that Charger job. And I think it's going to be Harbaugh. You know why? Because I think Harbaugh is going to get the GM job too. I think, I think Harbaugh is going to get full control of that freaking team. And they're going to say, here you go. Do whatever you want. Because think, what does he have left to do at Michigan? I think I think he's the wild card factor. You're right. Well, what does he have left to do at Michigan? Nothing. He did it. He beat Ohio State. He's won the Big Ten. Well, he's been in the playoffs. He won a national championship. If, he did everything and what he said he would do when he went back there. If, if he's staying... Didn't he already have a, a nice contract offered to him already? And he's, uh, and he, yeah, yeah, but he's taking it. The but he, offer, yeah, it has to be huge. But and it has <laughs> no, no, the offer was good, but but has he signed it? That's that's the point. What we're alluding. He again. You, there were four, what I was putting down. There were four points that he has not that he did beat Ohio State after they lost all those years with between Lloyd Carr and Rich Rodriguez and all those guys getting dismantled. Brady Hoke, all that. Beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten, make it to the playoff, win the national championship. He did everything. You're right. You're done. You got nothing left to do at this point. Are they going back to back? No. He. I think he wants – I think what bothered him forever was, you have to remember, I think his dad won in college. His brother won a Super Bowl. 
And it bothered him because he was always he always talked about the stories about how he was at Thanksgiving and he would see his dad's ring and his brother's ring and it would piss him off. It would bother him. Yeah, but, but also, you don't think the allegations and everything else and, and his name. Being oh, he's going to leave Michigan. I think he's going to he's going to leave Michigan a mess. As, I think as it's much as Michigan kind of went to bat for him too. Michigan screwed. Michigan is screwed. And I've said this to you forever and I knew you were innocent or proven guilty. I understand that. Michigan is going to get the USC treatment. They're going to. And after, I, after he's gone? After he's gone. Now they're going to keep the championship. That's great. But did they strip USC Speedy of the championships? No. So they didn't do that. They just took the husbands away from Bush. And they took, I think, the wins away from Pete Carroll. But yes. They, yes, but they got to keep the championship. They kept the program champions. And that's what Harbaugh is going to get. He's going to get the wins taken away. But he's going to keep that. It's going to still have that banner. Still a ring. It's still a ring and it's got the banner. And he's going to, Michigan is going to have the SC treatment for a, a couple years. And it took USC a very long time <laughs> to recover from that situation. Nobody wanted to go there because they were not allowed to play in a bowl game, they were banned. So no top recruit wanted to go there. So you, you don't think it's water under the bridge and done now? Nope. You think it's going to get reopened once he leaves? I uh, can see leaves? it. Up, there's yeah. more allegations. I mean, there's, and that's what I'm saying. There's definitely more. Now, the NCAA came out and said that he won the championship fair and square, which I definitely think he did. But you look at it, it's you kind of look at the way that everything was done, you know, between the scandal and the, the sign stealing and the recordings, and you're sending staff members to games and they're being put on the sidelines against future opponents. That's. I mean, that's what, what, and then Harbaugh's going to sit up there and say, I had nothing. I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> what? Dude, what do you mean you don't know what's going on? If you don't know what's going on, then you have a problem. This is like when Paterno, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to get into this. This is like the Paterno thing with Sandusky. When Paterno at first, remember Paterno said, I know, I didn't know. Then it came out that he did. And then unfortunately, Joe, Joe Pop passed away and he couldn't talk in court. And Penn State, took years and by the way i still think bill o'brien made a big mistake leaving the penn state job to go to houston to put coach the texans because i think he would have had a bigger mark on his history if he stayed at, re at recovering penn state recovering that program would have been a much bigger mark than being the head coach a couple years for the houston texans who did nothing except make the playoffs and they're always the first game on ESPN every year. And again, they're doing that this year, by the way. But as we digress, as we digress, <laughs> and we go back to horror, you know. But being this, I, I, I do think Belichick is going to end up. I think, but again, this is all. Dallas has to get to the championship. They're going to get home field until the NFC Championship game if San Fran loses, which they will not. There is no reason. Why Dallas should not get to the championship game at home field? They haven't lost a game at home this year. Green Bay, Jordan Love, man. Damn, he had a good season this year. He had better numbers this year than Lamar Jackson did, Speedy. Did you see his numbers? Yeah, he did. He did. He did. And no, nobody is talking That's about it. it. MVP race is over now. Should have been. Good. Or should it not be? I, 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 Arrow and I both said Jordan Love were going to be good quarterbacks. I love Jordan Love when they picked him. 
and and I'm already getting his jet jersey ready when he's 37 years old. <laughs> I'm done. It's already happening. 37 years old. He's the next one. Boom, come in. We'll have eight field quarterbacks come in first, and then phew. bring in a couple of you know. Wild yeah, we'll Cobb will be back. No, we'll draft the kid from Liberty, and then we'll draft the kid from uh, Miami, from Miami, Ohio, and we'll do this whole thing because you know this is what the Jets do. They draft no name kids for like BYU and crap like that. But when we get to more football, uh, we gotta talk about this. You know, Marcus Stroman to the New York Yankees on a two-year, was it, $37 million deal? Yeah. With a third-year option. God help us all. And with God help the Yankees. I think it's 140 innings in year two. Yeah, it's a team option if he does that. All right, so we're going to get into this because Eric wanted to get into this. And, you know, I didn't really want to get into this, but, you know, you have no choice because I, I, if we want to talk about a douchebag, we could talk about a douchebag. So we'll talk about one. Marcus Stroman is the example of a douchebag. By the way, really quickly, if you – just to let you know, if you don't like how he pitches, he thinks you're a racist and you're against him. Go look at his Twitter page. He does. He does not take criticism well at all. So look at that stats. What was his ERA last year? 3.95. Okay. In the National League Central, by the way, oh, which was one of the worst oh, divisions in baseball. Oh, Speedy, was it not? Hold, hold on. Uh, the AL Central was the worst, but that might be second worst. Here's, okay. Uh, where would that rank on the a Yankee team from last year? It's not saying much. Number two, only behind Cole. Let me tell you this. So is that not an upgrade to your rotation? But again, he's That's all... like saying you're the second best Mets reliever after Brooks Raley. Thank you. <laughs> is it? Well, what are you? Are you really? You're. You're, you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're. Are you really going to stick up for this signing for this guy? You're going to stick up for this clown. Because I think there's more. No things in the works. He was an all star with the Mets in 2021. And I still wanted this clown off my freaking team because he's a pain in the ass to deal with. He's a horrible team. How about the story that came out when he was in Toronto when he wanted to work out in the gym by himself and he told all the rookies in Toronto to leave? But that one. Or how about when he called Brian Cashman a clown and he called the Yankee fans ignorant? How fun would that negotiation be, you think? Oh, my God. He called Yankee fans ignorant and they let people live rent-free in their head. And they do this. He insulted the fan base for years. They're not, they, they need me. The Yankees need me. I'm their savior. They need, it's all he did. He insulted Cashman. He insulted the fan base. Alex Verdugo fights with fans. Josh Donaldson last year, get pompous ass. He was in Minnesota, but we're going to bring him in. Why well, do you, Carlos Rondon blowing kisses who, to the Yankee fans? Who was that loud voice for the Yankees last year? There was none. Do you think that kind of helped? Do you think that helped a little bit? What, Judge? Probably, no, no, probably not. He's the captain. Let's say, so let's look about the, the Yankee dynasty years, right? The championship years. They had a vocal leader. They had a whole bunch of leaders and everything too, right? You you had that fiery guy. Is it, It's Boone the fiery guy? <laughs> Only to the umpires, maybe. No. Aaron, Aaron Boone lets everybody he let he lets he he, he lets all the players it's like the pigs rolling in bleep. But there's with the, in that clubhouse. That's, it's okay. This happened. Okay. There's no fire. There's no passion sometimes. How many times did you hear the Yankees were just lackluster? Let me ask you this question. How 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 come Speedy, you're a Mets fan. You could chime in on this too if you like. How come Marcus Stroman for years has never gotten more than a two-year contract? even despite all the good numbers that he's had. And I'm looking at his career numbers, and they're pretty good. 
Oh wait, what was that? Yeah, it is in, 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 inconsistent though year to year though. Yes, so. look at him in the first half compared to the second half. That's, that's where the he, other half thing, where yeah. he wears down. Mm-hmm. And you said he's pretty good. He's good. He's but good. The other thing too he's is he's not. not a, he's worth, never a heavy strikeout pitcher either. He, and he's not worth the headache. Why do teams never give him more than a two year? What? Why is it when the Mets, who has Steve Cohen coming as the owner, the richest owner in baseball, he just came off an all-star season. Why did Steve Cohen say, bye-bye, see you later? Because they don't want to deal with the crap on Twitter. They don't want to deal with the nonsense. He's fickle. He's stubborn. He doesn't like criticism. His feelings get hurt. He will block you on Twitter. If you don't like him, he starts to bring up nasty things. He will insult random people on Twitter because his feelings get hurt. I'm not he talking, is soft. I'm talking about on-the-field performance stuff. So are we. His second half. He's had some good numbers. This is the one thing that worries me, though, Eric. The last ground ball get him, type Speedy, get him analytics. they brought in that get everyone him. thought would be good with Sonny Gray. Did that work in Yankee Stadium? Yeah, get him analytics. That's right. Well, That's the only thing that worries me sure. mostly. With He's the best pitch. Don't throw it. Okay. I would hope the coaching's better for that, but that's one thing that worries me. I don't hate the contract, but that's the one thing that worries me. You know what? Go look at him here. But here's here's where I'm okay with it. If the Yankees' game plan was to bring in two pitchers this year. He also to, always to, gets hurt, by the to, way. To get to, to boost the rotation, right? If, if their game plan was to bring in two pitchers, number one and number two, if he's your second pitcher that you're bringing in and you're going to bring someone else that's more of a frontline starter, why not? By the way. Because let's see, is he comparable or better than, oh, I don't know, the guys that you just traded in the Soto deal? Replacement-wise, is he better than... Well, yeah, right now he is. Right now he is, but yeah. is he worth the headache? Is he worth time, the headache? Time will tell. Let that's me tell you. That's... All right, so you want you want numbers? I'll give you splits. Here's his splits. His longest start before all everything happened, July 15th, he pitched six innings against Boston. After that, July 20th, he pitched three innings, then three innings again, then three innings again. And you remember when the Cubs were in the race? Again to the playoffs. That's why they also signed Luke Weaver. Here's here is God. Here is here were his numbers in his starts against actually huge starts, by the way. So they had him because he wasn't able to be fully 100 percent come out of the bullpen. Two innings here. One inning, three innings, two innings. He gave up a run in every single one of those games. Two of them against Arizona, by the way, the team that, you know, beat them for the last spot in the playoffs. I don't know. I feel like they had a magical run or something. But Yeah, I'm well, just I'm just telling back, you. Though. Again, I, they must have been a bad team. Actually, let me see. I'm curious about his postseason career. What's yeah, his, they, only, they only won 84 games. They weren't that good. What's his postseason <laughs> career? I think he's only pitched like two games, I would imagine. <laughs> I think he was a rookie with the Blue Jays on that 15 Let's team see. that everyone loved and I thought was overrated. 15. He was one and zero in the area, four and a half, and three games started. What's his career ERA? His career in the playoffs? No, no, four point four. Career. Three point six five. A career three point six five. Which is honestly, if you don't, if you don't put a a, a name and I say, okay, there's a free agent pitcher, <clears throat> ERA <throat> under four. Do you call it a contract friendly deal? Yeah, Maybe. contract okay. friendly is fine. I, um, I just worry about the ground ball rate in Yankee Stadium well, not saying, being so, the same. So, 
in this market, speedy game with analytics. There's going to be a pitcher who has an ERA under four, just just over three point five, right? And it's going to be a contract friendly team deal. You're telling me you're not not looking into that? I didn't say don't look into it. Just I never. We never said don't temper your expectations. I think you're not going to do that. Here's the problem. I'll see what the problem is with getting a guy like this. The problem when you get a guy like Marcus Shaw and take it from somebody that's had him at one of his best times on his team. The problem is, but but by the way, the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We Arrow, we know your show is the number one show on the network. Why is your thing got to be the banner on the Facebook page? Can't you can't you fit can't you can't you fit all of our shows on there? All right, whatever. And by the way, really quickly. When you say, Josh, come to the studio anytime, can you have a bottle of water for me, please? Can you have a bottle of water? Anyway, so with this... With no, this no, 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 no. I'm being serious. Can you have a bottle of water? Can you please have a bottle of water for your for a, a guy? And and, I, and by the way, and well, if you don't, can your, fridge, can your fridge filter work? One, one more point with this, too. Does this deal look even better if they do get a Snell? Or Bird, they're not, or Top Line, or whoever. Speedy, does this, they're not getting Snell. Does this deal look better if they get another top starter? Are they getting Blake Snell? Speedy, don't, do you think they're getting Blake Snell? No, but I think they could get Burns. I don't think that's crazy. But that's what I'm saying. So does that not make this deal look that much better? Oh, yeah, of course. But Does that not give you depth? Yeah, but now be careful. I'm just saying be careful with the low-velocity low, low guy because I, 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 I get it. Here's what I'm telling you. And if, and if get another front starter, does this deal but, not look Yeah, but if you, if you trade for Burns, think about this. Just, um, no, no, no. If you get Burns, how are you resigning Burns and Soto? And I looked up your, your your contract thing for Garrett Cole, by the way. No. He's got a good contract. Yeah, he's going to opt out of that contract and get more because he's getting, yes, he will. And I saw your little leeway thing. Don't, don't, they, don't they get to add another year to the no. back end of that? No. 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 We looked no, that up. Nope. And he's no. probably going to opt and out. And by the way, he's 110% on now because he's getting paid less than Yamamoto, who hasn't even thrown the ball yet. Of course, he's opting out. That's a difference to it. You know what? We got to talk to Furman's man. That's right. Oh, yeah, I know. That's right. That's what they did with Teoscar Hernandez. That's what they did with Teoscar Hernandez again. That's how it all works. What the hell was that? The blueprint was just created. You just, you have it deferred. Yeah. yeah you, Brian Cashman right. just has to figure out what it is. It's funny. Everybody for years made fun of the Bobby Bonilla thing. Now you're all taking the idea. Bobby Bonilla had. That's right. Had to walk so that others can. Well, we're not going to take a break. We're going to do our playoff picks. Uh, and everything like that. That was good first. That was fun. No break. It's already 7.30. Unless you want a break. Do you want a quick, do you want a quick break for a second? Do you want one commercial? Yo, let's, you got to strike for the irons. Huh? We're, we're hot. All let's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go. Play Speedy. Play that music. Let's go. All righty. So the first game of the weekend is the Cleveland Browns. And Against the Houston Texans. Again on the first team to play on wild card weekend. It's a tradition like no other. Everybody talks about the lines on Thanksgiving. The, the Texans on wild card weekend first. Yep. 44 and a half is the over under. The Browns are favored by a point and a half in this. Oh, it went down the spread. It was two and a half this morning. Yeah, it is a point and a half favored for the Browns at the moment. 
and 44 and a half is the over under. So people are really liking, people are jumping on the Stroud train. I mean, is it, do they know if Cooper is a hundred percent or are they really, I don't think he's really ever going to be a hundred percent, but he's got to play. It's just a matter of where that second receiver option is going to be for the Browns. Cause the, the Texans, their corner depth is good, but not healthy all the time either. So will be interesting. I think when you look at the Browns defense though, that's where it's at against those Texans injured receivers though. So. Eric, you could go first. And, and then you, you also look at the quarterbacks. And I don't know. I don't know how you pick against CJ Stroud in this game. I don't care if Miles Garrett's in the backfield every time. I think they find a way to win it. I, don't don't be surprised too. It's like a little uh, you know, Devin Singletary kind of late touchdown to put him on top too, late in the game. And let's go over. Let's go over. Come on. All right. Well, I'm going to do it by the – I'm going to take the uh, – I am going to take the one and a half. I think it is going to be very a close game. Speedy, I think that's fair to say. It will be – I'm going to take the one mm-hmm. and a half with the points. I'm going to take Cleveland in this game. I'm believing – I I want Joe Flacco in Baltimore next week against the Ravens. That's what I want. I want drama. I want Philly – and Dallas, actually, I don't want that. I want Green Bay to beat Dallas, but that's because I think we, be we want Tampa to beat Philly. Oh, I want them to be just. I want them to just beat. But I'm going to take the one. But it did go down to one and a half, which is interesting. So I am going to take the the. Um, I'm going to take the points. Um. So and everything like that. I'm going to take the points. I think they'll beat them by more. Give me Cleveland. What was the over under? Forty four. Forty four and a half. You think over? Man, I think Cleveland. That's a tight one. Yeah. one. I mean, Denzel Ward got hurt, but I mean, geez, you're really asking Stroud against one of the best defenses in football to play really well. They're deep secondary, so damn right they're deep secondary. Even though Ward's hurt, and by the way, don't forget they have arguably one of the best defensive players in the league in Garrett. Now that's going to be an interesting matchup. Is can Lermy Tunzel handle Miles Garrett? Now you wonder too, are they going to switch? Is Cleveland going to switch Garrett around so he doesn't go up against Tunzel? Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. I love to see that matchup. Nobody's talking about that. We're talking about the Flacco, Stroud, Yolvers. Tunzo Garrett is a great matchup. Give me the Browns in this one. Jimmy Schwartz is also a really smart coach, too. I think he'll find a way to be able to rotate that defense enough. I like the Browns, so. Mm-hmm. Tank Dell, Nico Collins. Tank Dell is out for the Tank season. Tank Dell is out for the season. <laughs> if he was healthy, Nico that's different. Collins. But he, <laughs> Nico Collins, all right, he's going to do everything. If, if Tank Dell was playing, they would have won the division three weeks ago. The way the freaking Jaguars tanked the bed, which what a terrible bet. Remember back in week one, Speedy? What did I say? The Jaguars are going to be the number one seed in the what? The AFC? Yeah, and they were Errol Super Bowl pick, Super Bowl pick as well. So, well, Lamar, that's another team, by the way. <laughs> they got to figure out with Doug Peterson what they're going to do. I think that'd be a good spot for Mike Vrabel to go to, but that's that'd be funny. Yeah, uh, Titans to the Jaguars. There we go. <laughs> All right, the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs in zero-degree weather. Oh, it's a wind chill of minus 24 right now. By the way, the snow game in Buffalo is going to be fun, 18 to 28 inches. That's fun. This wind chill of minus 25 is going to be hard to watch. That's not fun. And by the way, put it on Peacock. Are you serious? Oh, my God. And If you're not going to watch the football game and you're if you're going to boycott what belt, what Goodell's doing to don't watch the game. Now, now the real question being that it's going to be all this snow, all this wind chill. Should Andy Reid just make Canarius Tony a healthy scratch now before he ruins things? Well, so I'm saying, is this is this not going to turn into a running game? 
if it does, I got to tell you, Miami's got a good shot with this. Right, but they also have the experience of playing in a lot of frigid cold they weather. Have, they do. Right. But I ask mm. you, though, who's got a better running game? Give me Pacheco. You think over Moser and a, and a, and a Kane? In a frigid game like this? Where they're... Where... I didn't say what I was. I didn't say what I was thinking. Speedy, what's the spread? Isn't it? It was four and a half. That was wasn't that seven and a half the other day? That went down too. People are. That's interesting. Vegas is begging you to take the Dolphins. That's that's what I'm thinking. Begging you to pick the Dolphins. Because the thing is, I don't think it's going to be as. I don't think the Dolphins' defense is going to have to do as much as we think they will. They're missing a ton of guys, but are they really going to have to do that much? I mean, let's call it like it is. The Raiders went in there and whooped them. Kelsey, run 10 yards, turn around. He can't catch the boy there, by the way. Tells her she'll be at the game. She'll be in the suite. It's zero degree weather. Good luck. No, she's going to be in the suite with the glass closed. Let me tell you something. She'll be in a heated suite. I think she'll be just fine. Next to Brittany Mahomes. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God is right. Uh, As long as it's not his brother, I'm okay. (laughs) I'm going to... Oh, God. I know. That spread makes it... Oh, oh! I'm gonna, t- you know what? Because it's interesting. Because Miami does have the better running game. Um, it's also gonna be tough to kick in this because it's a kick at a center block. Um, four and a half, four and a half, four and a half. Did you take the points? I think it could be smaller than that. All right, I'll, I'll I'll pick while you think, Eric. You had to tell you the Chiefs. Or are you good? You, I I don't know how you pick against the Chiefs until you know they give you a reason and show you that they can lose, okay. right? Yeah, because I the other I'm thing saying, who the other thing too is the offensive lines are drastically different too. The Chiefs are a lot. Can better. I just say one thing? 100%, yeah, all frigid. Who's Miami's used to the frigid weather? Okay, but all here's the thing. All Tua has to do is just throw a four yard. Slant pass to Tyreek Hill. He's gone. He's gone. And just like that, it is 7 nothing. Everything like that. So. Well, you would think. Thanks. You That's would think. Thanks. It also is also a, a team that knows him. It can game plan for him, too. Andy oh, stop it. Nobody can, nobody can game plan for Hill. He doesn't run routes. He just runs. Doesn't run routes, but if you give him a little three-yard dink pass, boom, he's gone. I don't know. I'm pretty sure uh, Rasheed Rice has been playing very well of late too, right? He's the only one that's playing I'm, well. I'm, for pretty, them. I'm pretty sure Kelsey has a chip on his shoulder. It's playoff time. You know what, Mahomes? You know what? I'm gonna go with the Miami Dolphins. I'm not. This Chief team does not excite me. There's something about them that's missing badly this year. And again, I think one mistake in this game, this game could be a, like a 10 to 7 game. And one mistake, and it could be Tyreek Hill could just shatter this game with a four yard dunk pass from Tua, and he runs to the house for 75 yards. Is that possible? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yes. 100%. Have we also seen Miami not fare well offensively against defenses that are, oh, I don't know, physical, pretty physical or decent at all? Yep. Do we think that's going to change now for some reason? Nope. 
Give me the Chiefs. So what was it? It was plus four and a half. Four and a half. And I think oh, the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins could cover, but I think the Chiefs win. Okay. I think they'll. Okay. I, yeah. I think they'll I, and, and I would take. What's the over under in that game? It's forty three and a half. Oh, that's an under spot. Yeah, that's a easy. Under. Easy under. Easy under yes. spot. All right, yeah. next game. All right, the uh, the Steelers and the Bills. Here we go, baby. The Bills are favored by nine thirty-three and a half. Eighteen at twenty-eight inches of snow expected in Orchard Park on Sunday. There's no now. Hochul made a uh, travel um, state of emergency. She did not do a travel ban yet. Now, uh, I I do think Buffalo is going to win. I will take Buffalo in this game. But again, it's going to be another slop fest. But I think it's going to be a more fun game. I just without Watt, Rudolph as the quarterback. They got to travel. It's going to be too much. I give it to I give me take the Bills. Agreed. I mean, and what's the over under? Uh, Thirty three and a half. I would take the under in that game too. Probably it's going to be a slop fest. That's another one. That's how you can't kick the ball in twenty inches of snow. They're gonna kick the ball. They're gonna have to get that little snowplow thing Buffalo to just take the numbers. Before, have <coughs> seen this before. Technically, too snow and playing or whatever. But I'm, I'm just saying. Do we do we trust the Mason Rudolph in the playoffs? No. <laughs> Stop that silliness. We're talking here. Do we, do we trust that? No. Do we trust the blocking of Deontay Johnson? No. Your right. Piatti Johnson actually catch the ball. But, but that's what Does George Pickens want to show effort? No. You're going you're gonna to have to have <laughs> max effort because you'd be a lot of Is Najee Harris going to run? No, not really. <laughs> I like the Bills in this one, too. Yeah. I like the Bills in a blowout. <laughs> Although Davis is not playing this week. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's going to be much. Gabe Davis has been mediocre this year, but that's beside the point. I think I'm not. <laughs> okay. All right. This the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys. 50 and a half is the over-under. Dallas is favored by seven. Oh, I'm so excited for this game. This game has me hyped. Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson. They're, they're going to play. Uh, who else is the right receiver that I like? Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed. Croft. The third-round tight end they got from Green Bay. Aaron Jones. Now, Dylan's not playing. I love it. Jair Alexander hurt his knee. I'm a little worried because CeeDee Lamb, he should have been out there 100%. What does Green Bay always do to Dallas? In Dallas, what do they always do? Always beat the Cowboys. And what do they always do in the playoffs? The last two meetings, they always beat the Cowboys. Jordan loves having a good season. Give me the Packers. McCarthy loses a disaster of a game to his former team. Out is McCarthy. Bill Belichick is the new head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones will win a Super Bowl the next season or two. He's good. Belichick breaks the record with the Cowboys. Boom goes to Dynamite. Give me the Packers. And what was the spread? It was seven. Mm -hmm. Like that. So as, as Josh is playing video games over here and making predictions from video games, um, There's no video game prediction. I think that's what's going to happen because I don't know how Dallas. You're right. You're right. How so, is Dallas? So if, if, Alex, stop? If, if Alexander's out or a little banged he's up. Not, he's not out. He's playing. All right. He's going to cover CD. Okay. Fine. Perfect. Okay. That's right. that's one blanket to take away. All right. So who, let me ask you, who does Dak throw it to? Cooks. Ferguson. Cooks. Oh, stop. Oh, stop. You're going to really... So Pollard. Now, Pollard stinks. Now you're going to rely on Jake Ferguson, who, by the way, went to Wisconsin. Hey, you know what? I'm going to rely on Packers run defense. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If I'm and dumb, wait, I would throw. I would run the ball wait, who, if I'm as much home? as possible. Who's home? Who cares? Who's home? Let me ask you. Who's home? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's home? The, the, the Cowboys. Okay. And 
How terrible are they at home this year? Listen, but weren't the Cowboys, weren't they 14-2 and two when they lost to Rodgers years ago when Jared Cook made that ridiculous catch? Weren't they 14-2 that season? So they were we're, we're going to we're gonna say love is at that Rodgers oh. stature yet? Yet now? Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this. Wouldn't it be something if LaFleur beats McCarthy? Anyway, so Dallas has this at home. I don't if like Dallas. A, if it's on the road, I don't it like could Dallas. be a different story. Dallas is at home. I don't like Dallas. Give me Dallas. Give me the over. Let's win some games. The Packers are also weird when it comes to Sometimes they'll get off to a hot start and cool off in the second half. Or they're vice gonna, versa. They got it, Speedy. They're good. It's Speedy, very, they're good. It's very. It's a very strange trajectory. Bill Belichick is getting his his hoodie ready for Dallas. He's it's it's already getting fitted. It's interesting because the other thing that you don't like to see is a Joe Barry coach defense either with all these injuries. It's well, not ideal. Well, he's gonna get well, he's gonna get fired at the end of the season anyway. Joe yeah, Barry. and that's where I don't know if I could necessarily game plan against. And by the way, do you know who I think should be the replacement for him? Antonio Pierce. No. Wink Morindale. Okay. Yeah, that's I can see that actually working because they're very similar to Dom Dom Capers. So mm-hmm. I can see that kind of thing working, yes. actually. But yeah, go pack. Go. I think, like you were saying, Eric, I think Ferguson is actually going to be a really tough matchup. I actually matchup. really do. And I, I might even just joke around. I really do like this matchup for Green Bay. I do. I like the matchup for Green Bay as receivers. The receivers are going to crush Dallas. So wait, so when Dallas is able to stack the box with Parsons or whatever, because Green Bay is not going to be able they to establish get offensive a run line, game. Though. they got to get offensive line, though. So when, when Green Bay can't establish a run game and Parsons in the backfield every game, where every play, okay. then... Hold on. Okay. Let me ask you this. What has Parsons done in the last month and a half? What has he done? You know what? Let's let's start the trend now. Let's call it playoff Parsons. No, that's why you call it. Okay, playoff Parsons. Let's talk about playoff Parsons. There's what more games to choose, Josh. What did playoff Parsons do against the 49ers last year in the biggest game? What did he do? What did that defense Played do? well in the first half, struggled in the second. Ah, when they needed him the most. That's not a full four quarters. That's called not, that, halftime adjustments. No, it's not, because guess what? Dallas still couldn't do it against Nick Bosa. Halftime adjustments. Let me ask you this. How come Bosa was dominant for a full four quarters, but Par- but Parsons wasn't? Why? Everybody rates Dan Quinn as a great co- defensive coordinator. I'm just saying. New and I, and year, I like Dan team. Quinn. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, Parsons has done. What did Parsons do against Detroit when they won that game? When they shouldn't have won that game. What did he do? You're right. What What has Miles Garrett done? You know, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett dominates every freaking game he's in. Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett alone does so much more. The defensive rankings are this: T.J. Watt is one, Miles Garrett is two, Parsons is three, Bosa is four. That's the rankings. Donald is still five, out of respect. We're still choosing games, right? Quincy Williams. I, is I six. thought so. <laughs> <laughs> Quincy Williams is six. He was a first-team All-Pro this year, and he didn't even make the Pro Bowl. What a crap is that? But sauce oh, Pro Bowl's a popularity contest. Sauce, sauce All Pro again two years in a row. That's actually pretty impressive. Yes, the Lawrence. I'm just saying, though, Sauce two years, both years in the league, first team All Pro, both of his years in the league is pretty good. I think his fandom showed. I'm just saying that's pretty impressive. Two years in the league, first team All Pro, two years in a row, it's pretty good. But anyway, yeah. Okay. All right, back to picking game. Yeah, yeah all right. We have games to pick. Eric, I'm assuming you're taking the Cowboys here. You said that already, Speedy. 
and I am also taking the Cowboys here. Congratulations. I think the the one thing that's going to be very hard for the Packers is their running game to be established consistently because Aaron Jones has still been trying to work his way back from the injury. He had the one That'll nice game against the Vikings. I just worry about that for more balanced basis. I think Jordan Love does play well. Speedy, you're talking I, gibberish. I think he'll have a costly turnover that could hurt them. You're but spewing nonsense. I do think he plays well, but I worry about Dallas. You're just talking. So you're just taking. You're just taking yeah. air, and you're wasting it. Go on next. So wait. So when you made points, though, Josh didn't like that. But anyway, Dallas thirty-one to twenty-one. All right, Rams at thirty-one twenty-one. What a slap! All right. Oh boy, I can't wait till Green Bay wins on Sunday. I want them to win. I hope I'm wrong. That would be funny, but I I, I don't think it comes here. This is the team I wish that they would have played because I feel bad for the Lions. The Rams, if they played the Cowboys, I would have yeah. liked them a lot. All right, Rams and the Cowboys. Uh, Detroit favored by three, 51 Rams and, and a half. And the, and the Rams and the Lions. Rams yeah. at the Lions. And the spread is what? Three and a half, or three for the Lions. Ah, good stat, by the way. Father just threw at me. Aaron Jones, three straight 100-yard games. So you want to talk about Aaron Jones being stopped? I'm just saying. No, I want to talk about Detroit. Okay, and the Rams. <laughs> and the Rams. <laughs> and the Rams. Um, I think the spread was what? you say two and a half? Three for the Lions. Three for the Lions. 51 and a half is the over. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be an over. Um, is Do we know if um, – what's his name? The tight Laporta end? will play probably, but he's listed I love as questionable. Campbell. I love Campbell. That was so freaking stupid what he did last week. And then, by the way, when they got the penalty called to them, albeit it was so egregious against Dallas at that point, Dude, just tie the game. You're at the seven-yard line. It's, it's over. Just tie the game. Go into overtime. That's it. It's so stubborn. Um, I know a lot of people like Detroit. A lot of people like the Rams. They are picking the Rams. They like it with, with the Kua and Cup and Stafford going back there and a chip on his shoulder. But Goff's got one, too. Remember, Goff was put to the – he was tossed aside. Mm-hmm. Um, for Stafford, and it's more uh, frustrating for God because Stafford went there his first year and won a Super Bowl. And to me, Detroit is a very the I still think Detroit is a piece away from really, I think, being up there with San Fran. I think they're close. I think they need another defensive piece, and they're there. They need that dominant Nick Bosa. And I think Hutchinson maybe will get there, but it's going to be hard because Bosa is a special player. Hutchinson is a little more inconsistent at times. Ah, I really, I'm going to root for Detroit, man. I want Detroit. I'm going to pick Detroit. I want Detroit to win this so badly. I really do for the fan base because, in, in my opinion, when you look at the teams, when you look at Detroit as a whole, they have a good defense and they have a very good offense. Depth wise, they have one of the best depth teams in the league when you look at them. You got Gibbs and Singletary, and you got Goff, and you got a top. In my opinion, a top five receiver. I said that before the season when I did this. Montgomery. Shoot, when I, I did Montgomery. Sorry, not Singletary. I said before the season, I said top five receiver, Amara St. Brown. I did say that. Remember before the Chiefs game? Called it. I said he's going to be a top five receiver. He is that now. Give me the Detroit Lions in this game. And I hope they do win. John, I do. I'm glad I'm sitting down because you're making sense now. And actually, you know, these proven points that you're right. Detroit has the depth. Their defense is Oh, solid. their depth is a million times better than the Rams. But when defense... The Rams have the more impact players, if you want to say yes. that. Yes. Fine. To me, this game's going to come down to defense. And right now, I, how do you not trust Detroit's defense over the Rams' defense right now? You, you can't. You know, great offensive line. 
neutralizes Donald a little bit. Oh, uh, they're, they're the best offensive line in football. Goff has time to throw the ball. They don't have to throw the ball 24-7 because guess what? They have, like you said, Gibbs and Montgomery, mm-hmm. right? Two th- almost, two thousand they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing when they picked Gibbs. So, Everybody looked at them like they had five heads. They knew what they were doing. Josh, like I said, I'm glad I'm sitting down because I'm agreeing with you. Give me Detroit. Revenge game for golf. I hope you're right. I I, I really do. And I, I he's had such a good season. I would feel awful if they go one and done. Because the thing is, they should have beaten Dallas and got the two seed, and they should even be playing the Rams in this game. They should be they should be playing Green Bay. That would be something. That actually might be a tougher game because my division opponent, it's hard to beat your team twice in a year. It's so we'll see. I hope you're right too. I hope you're both right. But I'm gonna take the Rams. I don't like this matchup for the outside corners. That's the biggest weakness the Lions have. And if Brian Branch is nice. He's been a really impactful rookie for them. I think McVeigh That's what scares me. always it, finds it, ways to decoy these kinds it, of things. It scares you into cool and cup. Basically. Yeah, and cup. I think when you he's look, he's trying at, to get healthy too. When you look at even before the Super Bowl year, every playoff year he's been healthy. He's been impactful, and I think that makes a big difference when you look at the way that they could decoy against Branch and against Kirby Joseph. And I think that those kinds of things will be very hard for them to do. I also like the fact that Tyler Higby against these more of a run stopping type linebackers. Campbell's really not the greatest coverage guy and Malcolm Rodriguez, wherever else they rotate, they're more of the zone coverage type guy. And I think he'll have a nice game because of that. And I really think the Laporta injury is brutal. Cause I think that's out. You're looking for that second guy for St. Brown. St. Brown will get his. He's fantastic. You're looking for that second guy for the lions to be able to make an impact. I think that would have been him, but how healthy is he against uh, the Rams middle of the field that isn't as good on defense. And I think McVay will still know how to game plan for golf enough. I think there's a reason they wanted to shy away from him. He can get turnover frenzy at certain points. It'll be a nice game. It'll be a very close game. Definitely hitting the over. I'm going to take the Rams though. All right. Monday night football, the Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Eagles are favored by three 43 and a half is the over under man. I'm not. <laughs> I really think Tampa's going to win this game. I think Philly's such a mess right now. They're such a mess. They're all over the place. They don't know what way is up, what way is down, what's left, what's right, has, who's has, what, where has, are they? Has Jalen Hurts thrown a pass since the injured? I don't think play? so. No. AJ Brown's a disaster. Devontae Smith's hurt. It's a it's a DeAndre Swift has been all he's been inconsistent. It's their defense is atrocious. Yeah, your else is a disaster, Eric. The great James Bradbury. Oh my God! What about the fact that they got they 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 got fired from Tennessee and it's made their defense worse? I don't even understand how that even would happen. I mean, it, it's they made the Giants' offense look great last week. It's they're a mess. They're just such a mess. And if they lose this game, I think Sirianni's out. I do. Um, and it's crazy because now you're starting to wonder, should they, you know, because they lost both coordinators and both coordinators had their teams competitive this year. I mean, the Colts almost made the playoffs. Um, I'm going to take Tampa in this one. Was he a spread? It was three, three, uh, Eagles favored by three Eagles favored by three. All right. I think, I think Tampa will take it. I think they'll cover. What was the over under? It is 43 and a half, 43 and a half. 43 and a half. I think it's going to be under because remember, Baker's hurt too. But the defense is awful right now. God. Give me Tampa. I might regret it, but I there's really a legit shot. I, I do. I'm not just making these picks for the sake of saying it. I think there's a legitimate shot that all of Dallas, Kansas City, and Philly are all out this weekend. 
That's how crazy this year. This football season has been nuts this year. If it wasn't so frigid cold, I probably would take the Dolphins, but I just No! Couldn't. The football season alone has been a mess this season. It's been ridiculously all over the place. And, and of all the teams that you just mentioned, I think Philly's the more likely one for this to happen to. Their defense for the past how many weeks have just looked terrible. Their offense, same thing. Hurts hasn't thrown a pass since injuring himself last week against the Giants, right? Mariota's not going to play like Hurts, right? Swift, everything. Their, their line hasn't been blocking anybody. They, they made the Giants look really good last week. Giants look good. They made the Cardinals look like they were a powerhouse. The freaking <laughs> former defensive coordinator went in there and beat that's, them. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so all of a sudden, if they had a bye and they got a time to right the ship, well, they different story. But the fact that they don't, I think it continues. I'm going to I'm gonna agree. I think Tampa Bay holds their own. Maybe a last-second field goal sends them home. Have a nice day. Mike Evans, couple of touchdowns, 100 yards receiving. And you know what? And Tampa's defense, don't sleep on them. They've been, they, a great they've been good against the run. They've I think, been a great I, defense well, this year. Well, they still have Vita Vea. So mm-hmm. that's what it is. Vita give me, Vea, give me yeah. Tampa. Give me the under. All right. And then at Tuesday at one, at, at 7 o'clock, we have the New York Jets. Trevor Simeon taking a hold of the stranglehold. No. Okay. Against DeVito or, or, <laughs> or Taylor? I'm it's kind sure. of annoying because in my household... Jake Fromm. It's, it's, it's just kind of annoying because like in my household this year, right? My brother's team made it. My mom's team made it. My dad's team made it. And my team still has the longest playoff drive in North American sports. Not easy being you, Josh. Oh. <laughs> Not easy. That's why I'm the way I am, but it is what it is. Living the dream. <laughs> That's our picks, ladies and gentlemen. God help us all. Boy, I went nuts with the picks, man. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be watching these games. I'm gonna go. What the hell was I thinking? The, the phone. The phone's gonna be blowing. I'm up. like, what did I? What was I doing? <laughs> He's got the Packers winning just to get steamrolled by the 49ers next week, just like always. <laughs> my dad's prepared for that. Already. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, because my mom is gonna be like, oh, my mom's gonna be like, I can't wait. Because my mom already knows and my dad already knows. But that's going to be like, oh, we're just going to beat Dallas just to lose Sierra next week. Honestly, I hope you're right. I, I really hope you're right. And I really hope I'm wrong about both those NFC games. Yeah, I mean, I, because... I hope, I hope he's wrong because I don't want Belichick in the NFC East. Oh, dude. He's he's going to Philly. Yeah, because the Giants probably aren't going to do much dude, here anyway. But. Dude, he's going to... Yeah. Dude, he's going to... Dude, he's going to Philly or Dallas. He's going to one no. of those spots. He is. You don't want more competent coaches. In he the is. Division. Stop that. He is. He's going to go to either Philly or Dallas. That's where he's going. I think he's going to Dallas. I think I, – I, I, I'm telling you, if they lose when the clock – I need the clock at 50 seconds for C, for what's the game on that? Fox? Yeah, probably. I need, uh, them, Dallas to, I need them I need them to pan the camera to Jerry Jones and see what he does. And the, and the boxer on the sideline. I need to see what – you know, really you know, really just top it. Dallas is up with like 40 seconds after Jordan Love just drives down the field and gets a field goal and wins it. Wait, wait, wait. No. It, it, that the, would be if the, the way to go out if you're McCarthy. No, no, no. And Dan Quinn goes to Seattle, everybody. Hold on. Bye. If, if, the, if the Cowboys are going to lose, which I think we are all hoping that that is going to be the case, Dallas needs to find a way to, to one-up the stupid way they will have the last play of the game. So, obviously, no- Dak had the... Running out of time after he did the QB draw two I years bet. ago. And then last year, there was the great lighting Ezekiel Elliott up at center. So, how will they top that this year? Oh, that was funny. 
when it's, when it's if Dallas is going to lose, it has to be like something like that. When Elliot snapped the ball and just got steamrolled. Yep. That Big was so punt, funny. Second down. Oh, that was fun. All right. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, it is now time for the fun segment. The What is it called, Eric? You're better than that. All right. Eric, you want to start first? All right. Listen, I'm not going to start off with, uh, you know, Josh's drive home from last Friday. I'm not going to start off with fantasy football losing by 20 and we're 19 and a kicker beat me by 20. Which kicker? I was just curious. Miami. Sanderson. Oh, wow. Okay. In that Cowboys game, too. Okay. That well, he, he had a horrible season. He decided to hit a 60-yard field goal and a 55-yard field goal. I will do it to you. I drafted him at a different leg. I was just curious. <laughs> but it's kind of to MLB as a whole. We got we to gotta figure out this whole uh, – off-season hot stove stuff because it's been cold. You know, I mean, there's got to be some faster movement with it. I don't know if it's part of the baseball, the Players Association or anything too, but there's got to be some better deadlines and, and make some more traction and stuff for it. I don't know. Give me – I just – I want all the action. I just want – all right, here's how it's going to go. I'm signing here. You're going there. Let's do this. It's just been too slow this season. So, you know what? Guys, let's let's sign some teams already. Let's make some noise, make some headway in the in the baseball offseason. Come on. You're better than that. All right. Uh my you're better than that is quite simply it, it, it's the fact that Aaron Rodgers just needs to shut up and just play freaking football. Like enough already. I, I I'm so tired of hearing about something new every week. Like, it's so funny because I actually love Pat McAfee, but it's like enough, enough, enough. He loves done. too. Don't let him trick you. Me, I love Rod. That's very strong to say. I don't know if I love Rodgers. I, 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 I love Rodgers when he actually plays more than five plays. How's that sound? That'd be good. So next year when he plays, he talked about all NFL offseason. Yeah, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you do it? Just wouldn't you do the same thing? Just wouldn't you do the same thing? So to me, Aaron Rodgers, shut up. Joe Douglas, get your crap together. Robert Salas, stop crossing your arms. Be a head coach and be a leader. You're all better than that. And Woody Johnson, if I see you with a chain one more time, I'm going to take that chain and throw it at your freaking head. There all we right. go. Kirk Cousins to the Jets confirmed. You like that? Actually, I might like that. Well, no, we first off, I, 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 I like over the time, but I, I honestly, I am very happy. Uh, Eric is back. Glad everything was good. Speedy, thank you so much as always, of course. Um, very happy I have my partner back. I really am. Um, you know, I, like I said, it, it's New Year 2024. We're expecting big things, of course, from this show and from everything here at worldwidesportsradio.com. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, formerly X, uh, formerly known as Twitter, YouTube, Periscope, Podbean, Twitch, Spotify. Where else are we? All over the Apple freaking podcasts. Apple Podcasts. We're all over the freaking place. Uh, check out the Wise Guys. Check out obviously this show. Check out the Betting Show. Check out the Herd. Check out uh, Sports Loudmouth with Speedy Petey. And check out, of course, the Weekend Crunch every single Saturday at 7 p.m. on 103.9 FM, the LI News Radio Network, or on after the Honors Games. Um, Actually, this week, I better let you know, because um, Errol just texted me from, he got a text from somebody at 103.8. The first half of our show will actually air at 7 o'clock before the Islander game at 8. 
on uh, tomorrow, and then the second half will air after. So that's the way we're doing it. This and week, thank Josh. you for clarifying that. Yes, and really quickly, Arrow is away, so I am going to be filling in on the weekend crunch and on the Honors pregame show. <laughs> Which be he laughs because he knows what a huge Ranger fan I am. And yep. we, have, we have two Ranger fans doing it on a pregame show. It's fantastic, everybody. But it'll be fun. Love it. I love it. Uh, we're going to talk about Matt Martin, Casey Zizekas, crapping on the on. No, we're not going to do that. Brock Nelson's having a good season, though. Yeah, yes. Uh, he's on my fans. We're waiting for. We're always waiting for the Brock Nelson. When we'll have his but, gold drought. We'll be not score for well, three weeks. It hasn't but, come yet. But yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to let Eric go. Eric's got to get home. He's got to go home to the to the wife and the baby. Me, I'm still here for another. It all depends on you, sir. Across from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You, I don't. I told you my limit. I know. We out. That's the time. We out. Deuces. And if you want, you walk home. I'm not gonna make you walk home. We haven't get to you. But thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Have an amazing weekend. Enjoy the football. If you're going to the Kansas City Chiefs game, might I recommend actually the games tomorrow? Bundle up. Well, you're gonna you have to get the warm vest because I'm going to the stadium series in February, and I'm getting the um that vest that you push the button and it warms you. So I, I would have recommended that, but uh, it's too late now. And if you're going to Buffalo, have fun. Bring your shovels. Though. Twenty-eight inches of snow. Have a great time. We're off from school Monday, so Martin Luther King's birthday. So I know you're not off. Sorry teacher all good things but thank you so much to the fans out there we appreciate you as always thank you for tuning in check us out next friday 6 30 p.m eastern standard time so for speedy pd for eric bow i'm josh silverberg this is game on live on the worldwide sports radio network take care everybody have a good night enjoy the football this weekend i'll talk to you next week it is the worldwide sports radio network